y'all? It's your girl, Roxelle. Now, look, some of y'all may not know this. Even though I'm a lawyer by day, I really do this business thing. And I really mess with bosses. And I brought Dare to Excel so that I can talk to the real of the real. Not none of them people that's IG famous, that got millions of followers, that really is living a facade. No, that's not what this show is about. This show is bringing you real bosses, real lives, real transparency, and more than anything, I want you guys to be able to walk away feeling empowerment, feeling empowered, and also gain some knowledge so that you can take it with you as you continue to build your business or your lifestyle. Now, my first guest, her name is Kat St. John. I have watched Kat St. John do her thing okay. in this industry, walk <laughs> in this industry, take over, create her own lane, didn't, yeah. don't give a damn about what the naysayers say, <laughs> but she gonna do her damn thing. So I want y'all to hear her journey, get your pen and your paper, take down some notes, feel empowered, and if you guys have any questions that you know you guys want me to talk about later on in our show, bring it on to me. So. Welcome, Cassie Shaw. Hi, I love it. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, baby. You gotta take yourself out of the courtroom and here. That's what I'm talking about. Like, yes, I'm Thank here. You. Bosses are the bosses. I'm a real boss. I know a lot of people be fake bossing. Fake ain't boss. took no losses. Ain't helping nobody. Don't got no employees or none of that. Ooh. Just because they got a bag, they call themselves a boss. Ooh. Or just because they got an ass, they call themselves a boss. Ooh. Because they know how to twerk or because they know Ooh. how to sleep with a man. They call themselves a boss. That ain't no boss, baby. Ooh. It's a real boss situation Ooh. going on. And what Ooh. you doing right now, Ooh. turning them on to information, is actually a boss situation, man, too. I, love that. I just had to say it like, that's some good shit. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. Uh, yes, ma'am. I want you to talk about, uh -huh. number one, what inspired you to even get in this industry especially as an artist uh -huh. and being able to say you know what i'm gonna create my own lane mm -hmm. i'm a i'm gonna do this the way that i want to do it yeah and if the naysayers i'm gonna do this nobody's gonna dictate yeah. my future talk about that well i knew that as an artist i did not want to be a broke artist and for a long time i was that artist trying to look for other people to bring me up or to turn me on or to show me love or to look out for me. And um, it just, it wasn't working because when you, when you work like that, you feel like you owe somebody something mm. or you feel like you have to do the most kiss mm. ass. Um, everything is just so extreme because you're like at the bottom of the barrel. So okay. I took myself and then not only that, I, I was struggling financially and I was like, man, like it was just a situation where everybody around me that had money had went to jail. Okay. And even though I was trying to get my life together with my education and things like that, I wasn't making any money at the time. Okay. So when everybody, you know, had fell off, like I had to kind of, in a sense, uh, pick up the pieces. Okay. How was I going to do that? I did not know how. Okay. It was a situation where... Um, I had always seen my mother working. Okay. I had always known that I was a workaholic and I was always a workaholic, but not working, getting money. I was working towards being the biggest artist or working as a college student, things okay. like that. And then it just got to a point where like, girl, like something inside of me, like a survival yes. kicked in. Yes. And it was like, it was like, girl, you will never be in this position again where you are considered broke and busted mm. 
ever again. And the reason why you're here is because of you. Okay. Like I had to blame it on myself. Okay. And then I, I saw myself as being greater and I knew that I couldn't be greater if I was always depending on the next man. Okay. So let me, let me just kind of stop you right there. So take us back to the moment where you made a decision to say, I am going to take control of what I want for myself in the future. Mm-hmm. Like how, like how many years ago was that? So when I very first took control, um, you know, I grew up in a household where it was 10 of us. And there was many a times where there was only two beds with 10 of us. And wow. it was, it was, it was always, a uh, felt like it was survival. And I remember my mom told me like, you're either going to go, you're either going to go to the military, go to a school for the military, or you're going to work. Okay. And those were my only two choices. And I was like, nah, I can't do that. Okay. I was like, I, I want more, but I didn't tell her that. Right. I was right. scared of my mom. Okay. I was like, I ain't telling her that. Okay. So I literally would save up money to keep on, um, to put myself in a position to pay for college. Okay. So I, I thought that I had saved up enough money for college, which you all know I didn't save up enough money. But in my mind, I was like, I should have a lot of money because uh-huh. I was getting paid t- tips working at the commissary. And then boom. I remember I ended up calling some people at different colleges and I remember that I wanted to go to an HBCU. Okay. I wanted that so bad because we had been, I had gotten to so many fights at the school that I was at that they kicked me out. Okay. And it reminded me of that vibe. And so I ended up going to a school that was more Caucasian and Asian. Okay. And I felt like I had missed that vibe. So I wanted to go to HBCU so bad and and my grades wasn't all that they Mm -hmm. wasn't all that but I was like I got to go and so I had found a school called Grambling State University where everybody is somebody (laughs) went to Grambling and but I wasn't I wasn't supposed to go to Grambling so my mother told me I couldn't go financial aid had said I couldn't go so I'm not gonna lie I feel like this is where my acting first started okay so I remember getting on the phone with the lady from financial aid and I started acting like I was my mama okay and I was talking <laughs> to this lady for a good two three months telling her everything she needed to know I remember sneaking in my mom's wallet getting any information yeah. I needed giving it to this lady for financial aid yeah. boom my stepdad took me to the bus stop Cause I was supposed to go visit with somebody okay. and then I was supposed to come back home okay. a day or two later. Okay. Well, and then I was supposed to go to the library first, okay. then the bus stop, so on and so forth. Long story short, I get on that bus. I have literally one rolled up blanket, uh-huh. a rolled up dress. Cause I used to wear long su- summer dresses, rolled up dress, uh-huh. girl, a can of grease, <laughs> a can of Not gel, a, can of grease. a brush and a comb. Uh-huh. And that was all I had in my backpack because I had wow. to make it like I was just going to go spend a night at a friend house. Okay. So, and I had looked at all the criteria I need to stay in the dorm room. Mind you, I had been talking to the lady at the door, at the, at the college. She had been telling me everything I needed, you know, to be in college. Okay. So boom, I get up there and I'm like, either I'm going to go now okay. or it's never going to happen. And I have to go, like, I have to live a different life. And at that moment, 
I went to Grambling and like two, two days later, there was an AP. Uh, basically, I was a missing child. Got it. And they didn't know I had I got my days messed up. <laughs> so I done got to Grambling two days early and I'm sleeping on a bus like for oh two days. And I was the happiest ever because I felt free. And so. I felt like I was doing something by myself. I was alone and I felt so empowered at that moment. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember Mr. Gray. So it's the Greyhound station and Mr. Gray owned the Greyhound station. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, girl, don't you know everybody looking for you? Everybody trying to see where you at, everybody think you dead. Your mama done called up here because now my mama done went through all my paperwork. I done forgot to hide all the evidence. Right. She done went through all my paperwork and boom, I was like, I'm not coming back home. I'm trying to get into college. Like for real college, not no, I, I didn't want to take no, I wanted to get into college and I knew I wanted to be great. So and did you, did you finish? Did you get I through? finished college with a master's degree. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I, I finished college. Yes, ma'am. So I finished college. So when you finished, was it your, was it your vision for you to finish college, then go and get a job and then? My vision was to finish college and go get a job. Okay. I wanted did to be a lawyer. It? I wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. I wanted to be a lawyer. But I had got pregnant. Got I was it. pregnant. So because the reason why I ended up getting a master's degree, because I had got pregnant while I was getting, you know, while I was younger. OK. And so I felt like I didn't really get to enjoy college like everybody else did. I feel like I didn't get to enjoy a lot of things that everybody else got to enjoy. So I felt like, OK, let me prolong this school thing. I didn't get my master's to be like, oh, I'm getting my master's. I got it because I'm like financial aid still available. <laughs> this school stuff Your is easy. Coming, coming from the school <laughs> I came from, I went to Rancho Buena Vista. Coming from that school, going to Grambling, it just felt like it was a, a, a walk in the park. Yeah. And I was just like, this is so easy. I'm going to go ahead and get my master's. So I don't want people to think that I was like, I'm getting my master's. And I'm no, it was like school was an escape for me and did not realize how easy it was. Oh, wow. And I, that's how I ended up getting my master's. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't feel like I got to really enjoy my undergrad. And I was like, you know what? I still have financial aid. I don't have a plan. Let me just keep on going to college until I get that plan. And that's how I ended up with my master's. Wow. So then you finish your master's. Finish my master's and then you came to Houston. Okay, so you come came to Houston. to Houston, came to Houston. And so when you come to Houston, were you here because of a job you were seeking or because you felt like Houston was going to provide the opportunities that, you know, you were looking for to be able to grow? No, no. no? Houston, oh, got, I came and visited Houston one time. Okay. And in that one day, I had made $2,000. I came to go to the club with what my friend. Doing? What you doing? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> came, came to go to the club with my friend. My friend, she's a bartender. She was like, I need help with you bartending. Please help. I made $2,000 as a bartender that easy in one night. I okay. had never made that much money on my own That's a in, lot of one, money. in one night. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Even now. To be just giving somebody a cup. <laughs> a drink. Yes, yes. And I remember Floyd was there, um, Mayweather. Okay. All of them was there. Uh, and it was like the tips was so crazy. Okay. And I remember saying man, Houston was easy. And I said, you know what? I'd rather go to, and it was a big city. So it reminded me of the city. Okay. And at the same time, it was like, I could do this on my own without needing help from anybody. Okay. And I was like, let me go to the easiest that I felt easy. Cause I had been to a lot of other cities and stuff. And I just felt like Houston was business friendly. 
Right. It was job friendly. Mm -hmm. And the people were friendly. I was so used to so many people like... Houston, I mean, the people here... Like, I would tell anybody, yeah. it's nothing like Houston people. It is nothing like we Houston people. We a whole people. vibe. It we definitely a was vibe. a vibe. It was definitely <laughs> a vibe. And I just fell in love with it, and boom, everything crashed. Couldn't find a job. Oh, my gosh. Couldn't so, find a job. So you were here in Houston. I was here in Houston. With your baby. Yes. Working as a bartender. Yes. No, no, no. I only worked as a bartender that one, one day. Oh, I just saw the. I, I'm a. I had ten brothers. This is I understand people. Ah. So I'm like, if I could get two thousand out of these people from giving them a drink, I know I can go up there and get a job. I know I can uh. go up there and do something else to make money and get people give. They must have liked something about me. Right, right, right. To make them want to do, in a sense, business with me. That's right. how I thought at such a young age. Wow. So instantly, that's when I came to Houston. I couldn't find no job for nothing. So what did you do to be able to survive? I'm going to be real honest with you. Yeah, be, bring it. We want the real. Every single medication in my cabinet, I was selling it. Hey. I started selling no my judgment. medication. I had a next no door. Judgment. I had a next door neighbor. And this is, this is being honest. I have a master's degree and could not get a job anywhere. They said I was too... They said I was overqualified. My neighbor came to the door and was like, hey, do you have any ibuprofens? I'll pay you for it. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you going to pay me for my ibuprofen? <laughs> I was like, yeah, how much you going to pay? The girl said $3. I said, okay, boom. So instantly, that was when my business mind literally kicked in. So you was doing the calculations, like if I got this many pills, time this, damn this. And then I was like, you need any more ibuprofen? You need any more ibuprofen? And this is a person that was busy. So they had, wow. they could, they didn't have the time to go to the store. She only, she only bought it one time. Wow. But that one time I was like, what else I got in here? Look and I'm not going to lie. Like for like a couple months, I was selling whatever the doctor gave me. And then something hit me and it was God. That's what I was going to ask He was you. like, so how you go from that mindset to saying, I want to evolve and do something different? Because a lot of people... It I, was a survival. It was mm, survival. When you are in survival mode, you will do anything to course, make it. Of course, we all do. So what is it that you did during your survival mode if you had a mode? See, me, that was in my survival mode. Like, I had to do something. I had nothing. I've been trying to get jobs. I could not ask nobody for money. I wasn't going to ask for money. If I had to sell the shoes off of my feet, I was trying to do people nails. Them nails was lumpy as I don't know what. <laughs> I couldn't do that because my name. I started no, selling no. my own records that I love. You remember I sold the record Slumber Party to Just Britney. Well, I leased it to oh, her. Yes. We was, uh, yeah, we that was around that. that time frame that I, I was like know. willing to sell anything. So like, back then, like when I met you, you were still new here. Yes, I was brand I new. I was brand new. I did. I remember like saying, "Hey, I ain't got my but rent." You, were, like, yo, you never know. You never know what somebody is going through. Yeah. Because when I met you some years back, I didn't know that. I yeah, just knew I was struggling. That this was somebody who was super talented, who yeah. could write her butt off. Yeah. And who had crazy talent. It's just like, what is she doing here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like you, you, you never know. Yeah, that was okay. a record I had did, and I was like, so, man, I'll wait, sell it. So. <laughs> So, okay. So at this point, you're just like, I'm going to sell anything. Yeah. So you were already in the studio, right? Except for my artist? body and my soul. Come on. Yeah, now. but I'll sell anything else. Whatever's around me, if y'all want to buy it, you can buy it. I okay. did not realize mm -hmm. that what I was doing was wrong until I started feeling convicted about it. 
Oh, wow. Okay. And the conviction came because I started making too much money. And I'm like, nah, something wrong with this. Okay. And then my man at the time went to jail. Got it. And okay, when he went it. to jail, like I made a pact with God. I was like, God, like, <laughs> I know I'm not going to be perfect, but I need your help. So at that point, is that when you started to sell the, the your music to other right up and coming artists? That was when I started to sell my music. So, so for you guys that don't know, Cassie John is, I mean, a true boss. Okay, so you go from survival mode, survival mode to boss. your breakthrough into the the music industry. Talk to us and tell us about that journey. What made you start? I guess writing for other artists and navigating through the music industry the way you want to navigate. Because for those of you guys who don't know, she's an artist as well. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about that. So at some point in my life, at, during that time frame, I had to make a decision. You ain't got no job, girl. You're not going to be selling this stuff over here. You, you know better than that. What else are you going to sell? I had already been doing records with a producer named Jab, mm -hmm. uh, uh, N.O. Joe, Terry Allen, T.A., um, those type of people. And so I'm like, man, do we have any records? And I was doing a lot of pop records then. Mind you, I come from California, so we was into, the, like, the hip-hop and pop, like gotcha. real pop. Gotcha, gotcha. So I was like, man, we need to sell this record. So I literally, I literally kept on hearing about Candy Red and Just Britney at the time. And there was another artist, Rawty. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm not from here. I'm not going to blow up anytime soon. Let me see if any one of these people want to buy records. So then there was this guy named N.O. Joe. And then everybody else had connections to all these people. So I'm like, listen, I think this record can go with this young lady. This record can go with this person. This so record. did you go in and just like pitch straight to them? Um, or I, pitch to management? Or how I, did that come about? Um, I can't remember the exact details, but if I'm not mistaken, T.A. kind of brought, brought that, okay. them to me. Like, okay. I got this dope writer. Like, I ain't never seen nothing like it before, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, boom. I was like, listen, the, the girl, she could have this record. This girl could have this record. Like, I was really like, I didn't care. Right. You and I remember, I remember during that time, I had started reading a book called The Secret. I, everybody and, knows, ooh, that secret something. And that book, I was like, I was, that I was like, I want to be on Billboard charts. I want, I want my music to be on Billboard charts. I kept on saying it over and over again. So boom, he was like, there's this girl, you know, she, she does music. Her stuff is on radio. You should, we need to get it to her. We need to get it to her. And I'm like, yeah, let's get the record to her. <laughs> so he let me hear the record that she already had on radio. I was like, I like this vibe or whatever. Then I met her. She was amazing. I loved everything about her. She reminded me of like what what my inside persona was. You okay. see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So I was like, man, and I always felt like I had to walk on tiptoe eggshells in Houston because everybody didn't know me, and I didn't want right. to give them too much of me gotcha. because I felt like too much of me would scare them away. Gotcha. Cause I always gotcha. felt I was always called yeah. weird and awkward, even though I was popular. It was weird. Like really? it was really weird. Like I was. I was always called awkward and weird, but I was popular really? at the same time. Yeah. And, um, but long story short, um, we got the record to just Britney and then we got the record and then we, I did a record for royalty. Okay. And the record I did for royalty, the team came and was like, well, candy red need a record too. So then they put me in a bad position, man. They put me in a bad Wait. position, man. 
The next day I know I come to the studio and they was like, well, we made an executive decision. Mind you, I'm considered a young girl at this time. Yeah. Everybody else, these are grown ass men. Yeah. Like that been in Houston, that's pretty much feel giving me the vibe like they run in Houston. I'm right. pretty much scared trying to act like I'm not scared. Right. And I'm like, you know, at the point in my life where I'm like, I don't want no drama with nobody. Mm. So they were like, you know, we're going to give this record to Candy Red and we'll just write another record for Raw. And I'm like, man, I, I can't be a part of that. I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I can't tell her that. Like, right. I fought for like three days for her and they was not trying to hear it because at the time Candy Red had a budget and people trying to get their bills paid right right so right. i was like well listen if that's the case i don't want no money from it so i remember so did you get paid i did not get paid but what i what they did do was because i wouldn't take the money her manager and her actually was like well come on the road with us then that was gotcha. more valuable that was than exposure. A, that was more valuable than right. a dollar right that was more valuable than a dollar right so from there, um, and, and let me let me rewind it back. So they paid for the studio time. Got it. There was no reason to pay for the record at that moment because they weren't leasing the record. They We were going to make record from the actual sales. Got it. You see what I'm Got saying? It. So Got we it. just did the contract. Mm -hmm. um, so long story short, um, Candy Red, we was on the road, bomb as hell, tearing every show up. Her manager, T Nitty, was her manager. T Nitty. Okay. T Nitty was like, oh, you're going to be a star. You're going to be a star. Me and T Nitty used to bump heads all the time. But he knew what he was doing. And then you had just Brittany. She was working with, um, if I'm not mistaken, Chris at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, her, she had a lawyer, too. Uh, I can't remember the lady's name. But, you know, everybody had a team. I right. didn't. Right, right, right. I didn't. So, so you were just navigating this thing by yourself. So now, now I'm at the point now in the middle of everything where everybody is like, well, we just going to act like this is your lawyer. And I'm like, um, okay, I, I'm really just don't know what I'm doing. Wow. So at the moment they're like, listen, we gave this for a lease record, not a purchase record. It's a difference. So they were saying that it was leased for all the artists that you were writing for your record. No, 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 no. This oh, record was only leased because this record, this person, she was signed to a major label. Got it. So it, it was supposed to be written to be like, hey, are they going to give her a bigger budget? Are they going to push this record? Let's see if they're going to push this. Got it. So it was leased to give her a certain amount of time to see what they're going to do with it. Got and it. it ended up being put on radio. And then so I remember she had came back to me and she was like, yeah, they want to put it. They want to keep on playing it, but they're not going to keep on playing it if we can't put it on iTunes. The whole time, like, I don't know if they was putting it on me or what. I don't know what the deal was. Right. But in that moment, I was just numb. I was numb. Like, I'm not worried about no record. Like, I'm trying yeah. to survive. Right. Like, right. y'all out here worried about a record? Like, bitch, my bills can't <laughs> even get paid. I need to get some money. My fucking car getting repo. <laughs> my man is in jail. And my son going to school with knives in his pocket. So thinking he protected his mom. I'm not worried about none of this shit. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like, yeah. But I couldn't express that because yeah. I didn't want these people to look at me like she got all this problem, all these baggage. So I kept a lot of that in. Yeah. And and I remember like just being like nonchalant and, and that was used against me because they didn't know what was going on. Right. I didn't want to give my business out. I right. think I think the only thing I had told Brittany was I, like I like I need to pay my rent. And and she understood. That's why she didn't mind leasing a record and paying what she paid. If I'm not mistaken, I think we got 
uh, $1,600 and we split that $1,600 wow. or it could have been $1,600 a piece. So then I still how have, you make your money from just, I mean, because bills still got to get paid. Yeah. So you go from $1,600, got to split that down. So, so here's then, the thing. Here's the thing. In that moment, I was always the type that never thought one thing was going to make me rich. I never felt like, let me get as much as I can from story. this person. Mm -hmm. Because when you try to bleed somebody, mm. that person will never come back to you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So I understand the process of, you know, giving good deals, they're going to keep on coming back there to you. There we go. Yep. So I never, I never been the type to be like, oh, get as much as you can. You can get rich off of this one person. Come no, on you're going to get rich off of multiple come small on. dollars. There you go. Coming to you. So I that's this saying that in business that I would rather take a long-term gain. Yeah over a short-term uh, windfall. Yeah. I'll yeah. go for the long-term any day. Yeah. Because I know that long-term is going to be everlasting. And the thing about it is people price gouge, and it's, it's death to their business. Hmm. People overcharge is death to their business. Yes. You can have the best product, but if you overcharge, and there's a difference between charging what you're worth and price gouging. Come on now. There's a difference. Come on. Explain that for the people <laughs> in the back of the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? But get back to the story. Basically, I was so excited to work with everybody I was working with. I was lightweight feeling almost groupie-ish. Like, these girls were doing it. Right. Mind you, I came from college. And I'm seeing these girls doing it on their you own. Were young. You were yes, so young. Yes, I was. Baby. I You're was. And, just... and I was always having to act old, even when I was younger. Yeah, I, I did not I know that you were so young. Yeah, I, I had day. to. I had to take care of my brothers and sisters because my mother had to work so, so much, much all the time. She was working, so I'm at home cooking, cleaning. You wow. know, t spanking my brothers and them. I'm acting grown at age six. Oh, wow. At age six. So wow. this explains why at this age, I'm still rocking colorful nails, colorful hair. Like, I didn't get to experience, experience myself yeah. the way I wanted to. I was so adultish. Well, you still look 10. <laughs> you still look 10. I, I was so adultish. <laughs> yeah. So young. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like when I came from college, I got, it was like, I got straight started. Yeah, you was about the business. I was about the business. So you then boom. You trying to make your money. You was trying to survive. When that situation happened, I felt like people's mouths were closing doors on me. I was being talked about in ways that I had never been talked about before. I didn't even know why. I didn't understand it. Because, mind you, I had been sheltered in the house for so long. And then when I went to college, I was a loner in college, but I was popular at the same time. Right. But, you know, but then there was a lot of people that still didn't like me because of the way I looked. Because of my pretty. hair. You're pretty. Because You're it was just a lot of things. And I couldn't understand it at the time. Haters. And and it got to the point where um it got to the point where I literally was like, I, I remember telling God, I don't understand what I did so much. What did I do? And it just got to the point where I'm like, girl, stop worrying about all that and come up. And it was all because when I started reading that book, my father-in-law, he's my father-in-law now, he gave me that book and he was like, listen, I know you're going through stuff. And he actually gave, let, lend me money. And that was the first person I asked for money. Mm. And I remember to this day, he lended me, I think it was like 1500 something like that. Cause I needed the money that I got from that, plus that money to get my car at a repo and to pay my rent. Woo. 
And I was like, girl, you got 30 days oh my to get your stuff together. So boom, instantly, I started applying for jobs everywhere. Not, not the jobs you see online, because those jobs are already declining. I went to the newspaper. Any, anywhere I would drive by to say help wanted, I went in there. Man, Boom. Your hustle is a, unmatched. A clinic that was like in the middle of nowhere. I went to the doctor's office and I'm like, man, I ain't gonna lie. Like I remember I used to be on the other side of the clinic and I always said I'm gonna own one of these. And that, that dream had went away. Boom. This guy told me he wanted me to come work for them. He was like, you got the face, you got the personality to hire the doctors we need. Mind you, they had the face of like gangsters. So they was like, ain't no doctors gonna come work for us. <laughs> Boom, long story short, started working for them. They was paying me $400 a week. It was not a lot of money, but I was telling God, I'll take whatever, whatever you give me. I'm going to show you, I'll work up to it. So every single dollar I had went straight to bills. I didn't have no extra room. And then boom, straight from there, they fired me after six weeks. I had hired their doctors, had helped them make millions, did all of this, and I was still making $400. They had gave me a little bit of money for hiring the doctors as bonus. But they didn't pay me all my money. When I started asking for all of my money, it became uh, basically like, we're going to let her go. We don't need her anymore. Wow. Mind you, I helped them open three clinics. Boom. So what was the time period between, like, you kind of dealing with that situation with the artist and that whole writing situation to That was within the same seven, eight months. Eight months? That's okay. all within the so same frame. Husband went to jail. That that's, that wasn't my husband at the time. Boyfriend went to jail. Okay. Um, son and got in trouble for carrying a knife to school. Didn't have no money. Car repoed. Wow. All of this happening within the same time frame. And then you lose your job. Lose my job. And then what now made that, you just say, okay, I'm gonna keep going on this entrepreneurial well, thing? Like that was the thing. That was the thing. I didn't want to keep going. I remember crying, asking God, like, why? What did I do? I'm thinking everything that was happening to me was to hurt me. Everything that was happening to me was to make me a monster. Come on. Everything that Come happened on. to me was to make me strong and Come great on. and to be a conqueror. Everything that happened to me made me so powerful, I couldn't even understand you it at the preach. time. So boom, I got, I got on my lowest. When they hired me, I thought I was at my lowest, but I was already at my right. lowest, but I didn't know that that was mm -hmm. my lowest. I'm thinking I'm at my lowest. I ain't got nothing. Somebody for $400 a month don't even want me to work with them. Man. Three days later, all the doctors I hired called me and said they wanted to come work for me. Wow. Ma'am, I ain't got no money for you to come work for me. <laughs> nah, we saw the way that you run the clinic. We saw the way you do this. Nah, I can't cross them people like that. We've already, we've already left them. Wow. I ain't got no money. I don't have no clinic, no nothing. We got the money. We wow. will split everything with you in half. By this time, I'm reading that book. I'm reading that the book, The Secret. You don't know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, as long as you believe, receive, manifest, and believe, and then you keep on working. That part. You don't know the details. That part. So now, mind you, I'm like, I done wrote on a piece of paper, I'm going to make $80,000, this and that, blah, 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 about six weeks prior to that. I ain't never seen $80,000 a day in my life at one time. <laughs> Girl, when I tell you, a week later, and it was like, we saw how you was able to get these people clinic pumping, da da da, da. I'm like, but I, was, I had motivation behind. I was trying to make that money. Yeah. And I started second-guessing myself, and something was like, girl, syndrome. bitch, you better fake it till you make it. Come on. Girl, these people believe in you. At least you can get a check from them yeah. or something. Even if they give you $400. Like, I was negotiating myself so low, not realizing how valuable I was at Come the time. On. 
so boom, I walked in there with my head up like I was the shit, but I, in the inside I was so yeah. insecure. Yep. I was but so intimidated. And when I tell you, I remember passing out them flyers like it was nothing, telling people, come to our clinic, come to our clinic. It was like, it's yours? So yeah, it's what, mine. What, what position were you with with these clinics? Were you just like the, were you the marketing? I was the, the face. I was running. I was just, I was the manager Got over it. their clinic. So I learned how to manage it, how to do the paperwork, how to do everything. And they I learned you. everything. They paid me $400 a week. I'm, now, mind no, you, they- No, I'm talking about when you- went to work for these with these doctors oh no 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 there wasn't no working for them they was working with me oh, wow. and and they ended up partnership that first week i made twenty one thousand dollars cash Dang. the first week now mind you i had just wrote down and i just started reading this book this book kept on sending me back to the bible and I'm like, oh, this stuff been in the Bible. My pastor been <laughs> preaching to me, making me feel bad, not realizing that all these stories been here the whole time. So wow. I'm reading it, speaking to your life, what you want to come to pass. So did you tell them this is what you wanted to work with them? No, I didn't. I so didn't. This was just a, this was just a, no, 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 no. No, with them, it was, we're going to split everything in half. We, wow. made, we made 70 something thousand that first week. We split it in half by three. Wow. We split it in half by three. When I tell you everything was good, and I'm telling you. So you making that kind of money, Kat? It came so fast. When I tell you at 80999 them people told me they didn't want to be in business with me no more. <laughs> but you manifested the 80, you manifested When that happened? Let me tell you how it happened. $120 came up missing $120. I feel like the guy who owned the place, who owned the building at the time, yeah. did it because all of us brought something special to it. That's why we split it in three. But I felt like he literally like had that missing because they found it like three days later. But by then, the, we had yeah. already we had already failed out and everything. Right. They was like, well, since you're in charge of counting and this mm -hmm. amount of money is missing, we're going to hold you responsible. But I ah. felt like it was a ploy to get me out of the way so they could just split it too. You have the person that owns the building and you have the doctor. What do they need me for anymore? You but said you already set up the set up the flow, but that was that really was a blessing because your next deal So my next deal came and now boom, everybody hears I ain't working over there no more. She ain't no now everybody coming to me. Anybody who's doing anything with family practice, any type of practices, they're coming to me wanting to partner with me everybody wow. so boom at that moment i decided i'm not partnering with nobody they can partner with me on my terms so now it's me i have this 80 some thousand dollars either a i'm gonna spend it on a bag shoes clothes hair <laughs> or b i'm gonna go open me up something else and that's what i did and from there that's where the businesses started wow mm -hmm. so at this point, that's when, how many businesses at this point do you start? At this point, I'm still at the one business, but I'm trying things. Like I have like, if you look at some of my old uh, Instagram pages, I have a uh, Instagram that's called wig on. So I tried <laughs> to do wigs. I was I trying it. to make sure because they kept on saying, telling us the laws are getting ready to change where you can't own these clinics anymore. You can't own a clinic. You can't own it. You can't do anything in the medical field unless you're a doctor because people started taking advantage of it. Gotcha. And people started using it and abusing it, started doing all type of pain management and stuff. And wow. it did, wasn't no longer a clean business. People had turned it dirty. So at that moment, it was like, okay, they're getting ready to change the law. So I got to find something else to do. 
and then boom, I got wow. into taxes. I did not want to do taxes, did not want to do it. I was so like, no, me, so no, no. let me ask no. you a question about the whole tax game. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I just be feeling like everybody and their mama be opening up a, a damn tent. Because, like, because it's only seasonal and it's good money. Okay. And you get paid directly. There's, there's a system that you can get paid through. You don't have to ask nobody for their money. So there's gotcha. a payment system. If you have the right software, the IRS will allow you to pull your money from their refund check so you don't have like to ever... Like a contingency. Ever, you don't have to okay. ever ask anybody for their money. Got it. So if I know the IRS may not pay everybody out and I'm, I'm like, okay, I need to make this amount of money, instead of me filing 30 people, I'm going to file 60 people, even though my goal was 30. If the IRS don't pay everybody out, boom, at least I got my, my quota. So it's very easy money if you know how to do taxes. And Got the thing it. is, is that some people have taken it and they have ruined the tax business. So you have to, if you are in long standing, you will always be successful because people will trust you. Now you have some people where they'll come in there and they'll give you a whole story and make it like they this and that. And you have to decipher within yourself and do your due diligence and right. say like, yeah, nah, this information don't look don't legit. Look, so then that's when you start. So you start the tax business. Started the tax business. So while I'm running the clinic business, I get ready to shut it down. But the pharmacy business has not changed the laws. <laughs> the clients are still the same. The clients are still the same. The lady who was working with me, her husband was into pharmaceuticals. So I was okay. like, listen, listen, let's hear me out. She was <laughs> like, okay. So I'm like, listen, I will run it just like I made this successful. I can make that successful now. I'm just at the point where I know that everything I touch is going to be successful. Wow. Everything I touch is going to be amazing. I wow. know that there's going to be small failures, but I'm going to always pick back up and win. I knew this was destined for me. So I knew, girl, go up in here, start this pharmacy, da da da, da. So all the money I had now, I went and got a whole building renovated, built out a whole pharmacy, everything. I mean, everything you could think of. Like, I'm doing it wow. all. And then the husband is the overseer, which is my partner, because there still had to be somebody in that field that was a partner on it. So I'm like, okay, boom. So now we in the business and eventually those laws change. But oh I had, gosh. but let me tell you. But you made, you I made had, a bag. I, I had made, I had made over, over 4 million doing that at such a young age. I had oh made over gosh. 4 million. And so with that being said, it was so many bills that it felt like you only made 500,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because you got to understand you're running a business that takes the bills alone are like $50,000 a month because you're uh, constantly buying medication, in, like your inventory, inventory, marketing, everything you're doing. The cost to run it was so much that even the money we made was like, we didn't make no money. You see what I'm saying? Right, I see what you're saying. So, so what How I- How long did you ha have that pharmacy business? For about two years, two wow. years, because so what Four you can million. do is you can go get game. I'm going to tell y'all, you can go tell get them. your pharmacy license, like to practice uh -huh. pharmaceutical without being a pharmacist or going to school for two years. So they wow. give you two years. So I was like, let me try this out for two years while this is valid. So I was legally able to do it for two years oh under the gosh. supervision of an actual pharmacist who worked for me. So I hired her to work for me and she was, she was on it. She was like, Kat, you know, it's coming up. You're going to have to enroll in school. I'm like, I ain't going to lie. I don't want to enroll in no <laughs> pharmacy school. The law started changing and boom, it was like I was pushed out of it again. So I was like, okay, I'm done with this medical stuff. This, this is like, it was just 
those were considered licks for me. Right. Those were right. licks. There's a difference between when you sit in your career oh, yeah. and when you're trying to hit a lick. So then when you, you do the pharmacy business, you like, let me hit this bag, let me make this money, and then you go, what's next? So now I hit the bag, I get the money, I'm like, I got all this money, boom, I sell the pharmacy. I sell the pharmacy. I ain't gonna lie, I sold the shit out of that pharmacy. <laughs> I, just, I sold a dream with it. And baby, they bought that pharmacy up, and boom, left out of there. I, all the money that I had made through it, through the process of it, it was amazing, but again, it, it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted to do. Okay. And not saying that every time you make money, it's not always making money at what you want to do. But right. I had made so much money and I was so confident in myself that I could do anything. Right. And then right when I started feeling confident, boom, I lost everything again. Oh my gosh. You know Dad. why? Giving money to people. I was gonna say allowing was it people to have of money or was it allowing people to have access to my account. I've and been there. I, they I've took there. everything. I don't even want to say who it was, but they took no, everything. No, but I've been there. We all been there. I mean, I've been very transparent about my personal bankruptcy that I went through. But I really thank God because a lot of people feel like if you do a bankruptcy that it will hurt you. Mm -hmm. But no, I did a chapter 13 personally to really re re reconcile everything because I was getting out of a, a, a bad divorce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it really kind of set me back but it mm -hmm. set me up yeah and through that I was able to learn so much I was able to regain my power I was able to just reset my life yeah so I'm thankful for that yeah you know what I mean so sometimes yeah. you, you you take the you, you Man. quote unquote take the L's and you think you lost everything but what you really Man. gained on the other side is your freedom mentally yeah because yeah, you know I, I thought mean? the clarity the clarity the, the, the ability to rebuild but rebuild with wisdom you know yeah and at that moment, money was God for me. Money was God. God was God. But money was God. Like, I had the money to do anything I wanted to do. And I think that was the problem. Mm. I was putting the money over God. Come on. Hey. And he I took it, it away. I get it. And I was like, I knew it was him. I, say, <laughs> I, knew, I knew in my heart it was him. So I wasn't as down. I was down about it for a while. Yeah. And then I was like, you did this to yourself. Like, I couldn't blame nobody but me. Because I was so focused on getting the money, getting the bag, getting the bag, getting the money. Like, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what everybody <laughs> preached. That's I, what society preached. I had stopped going to church. Mind you, I was just begging God to help me out of it. I just gave my life back over to him. And yeah. here I am acting like I'm big stuff, buying Bidding. rims, buying yeah. candy paint cars, <laughs> buying fur coats, eating lobster and not eating the whole place. You. you know what I, I mean? Just you. doing the most. And it yeah. got to the point where it started taking over me, but nobody could see it because right. I was very careful about how I treated people. Yes. Hmm. So the crazy thing is when I hit flat faith, so many people was ready to pick me up. Oh, wow. So many people, and, 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 and it's not, and that's very rare. Was very you rare. Was you prideful in asking for help? I know I am. It, it, when I say pick me up, they, I needed their words of encouragement. Yeah. Because I, I had the money to pay my bills and stuff, but I, I wasn't on anymore. Mm -hmm. I wasn't on. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't ask nobody for no money because now at this point in my life, I had became the provider for everybody. Wow. I had provided so you for everybody. Up by bootstrap again. So I had to pick myself up again. And then boom, it was this lady named Coco. She was like, you know, you, she been trying to turn me on the tax. She been trying to turn me. I'm like, I ain't finna do no taxes, girl. I'm not finna do. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. 
so did taxes one year boom forty five thousand I was like what the hell how the hell are these people making this kind of money? <laughs> now I'm charging people like four hundred dollars, yeah. three ninety nine. You know, if yeah. they, they got if they got too much work and they prolonging six ninety nine, I'm not charging people a lot. But how do I make this amount of money? Yeah. So I'm like, all these people was adding up. So my little last money I had, I went and rented out a space in the front of the dollar store. Come on. The the family dollar. So and you when know, I you, you know that type of and audience. People know me. my face at this time. They know me as Cat St. John and they see me in the family dollar. <laughs> I remember Boss Lady J came in there. She was like, Oh, what's up, Cat? I was like, hey, what's up? Like I was so shamed, but I wasn't. No, right. Like, so I remember saying, I remember telling myself, girl, get up and go pass out that flyer like you got prize. So I got up. I was like, hey girl, and I was like, Taxes, anybody need they taxes by anybody need they taxes? I was like, girl, they're gonna feel like they now now before I know it. But some like, people are afraid, cats. Yeah, but I had to tell myself, shut up, let your pride go, be humble. That's what I was about to get into the personal development <laughs> and the mindset. Like, what did you have to tell yourself to get into the mind frame to be able to put yourself out there? Because a lot of people are afraid. And I'm saying when I say a lot of people, I include myself. Sometimes yeah. I have to tell myself so much to even, even yeah. just to do this. It's yeah. really outside of my comfort zone because mm. I'm a lawyer by that. That's yeah. all that I've done. Yeah. But to be able to really sh be vulnerable and put your real self out there, yeah. sometimes it could be, it could be scary. So yeah. what, what did you, what was that process I like? I was like, this being me has gotten me this far. Why would it stop now? That's what I started feeling like. Like being myself has gotten me this far. Why would I stop now? Why would I be ashamed of anything that I'm promoting, that I made the decision to promote? I made the decision to do it. I decided that I was gonna do this. Why would I be ashamed of it? Hmm. Why would I be embarrassed? No, because in my mind wanted to tell me, oh, you begging people to come support your business. You asking people. But it's that's, that's the that's the that's the that's the devil. Yeah, that is what works against a lot of people in our community. It is. I'm not going to go do that and make it look like I'm begging. Yeah, that is pride. That mindset. That Girl, mindset. I remember I was in the middle of that theater. I remember walking out. <laughs> I remember walking out with so much confidence. I remember walking through through that busy street right there. And in that feeder, and I was holding that thing up with my tight pencil skirt on with my button-up shirt, and boom, before I know it, the line was so packed, I had to go run back. The lady said, wow. you have five people waiting in here, and then there's other people asking about you. So I remember putting my sign down, running back to the thing, like, oh, I just went to the restroom. Like, they didn't just see me outside oh, wow. of the street. And from there, I had built my clientele from there. And wow. from there, I kept on what building. What Ooh, don't give me the line. Okay, don't don't, get <laughs> don't you give line. me the line. Okay, but it, it was, but how long were you? This was about that was about business. that was about ten years ago. Wow, ten almost twelve thirteen. That was a and minute ago. And how long ago. did you do taxes for? So I still currently do taxes for special clients because they won't let me go. They won't <laughs> let me go. So, so what I started doing was I kept on referring somebody to a young lady, and I was like, you know what? I could I could do this on my own. So what I started doing was I created a program. Okay. Where I help you start your own business for a dollar fee, low dollar fee, a hundred and fifty dollar deposit. I didn't have money coming out. I wish somebody would have gave me better better, you know, supported me a little more, gave me a better chance at that time. Now mind you, I understand that the fee was the fee, but I didn't have it. But I still found it from somewhere. Right, but imagine right. the woman and the young gentleman that will never get it. 
So in my mind, I'm like, if I could help somebody get off the street and change their life for $150, I'm going to do that. So I ended up having, I had did so many people, had referred so many people that I had became this close with the banks, wow. with the software companies. They were, they kept on calling me. They was bidding, like, wow. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. Like, they wanted to give me whatever they wanted to give me because right. my numbers were so high. Wow. And the people I was referring was so many people. Wow. Hey, you're still going to refer your friend Roxelle, right? You're still going to yeah. refer your friend Ebony, right? You said, hey, have you talked to your friend such and such? Yeah. She's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She coming. She coming. She coming. Yeah. I already talked to her. Yeah. So then they were like, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll give you something to do blah, 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 if you go ahead and refer them, keep on referring them. Oh, you, you'll give me some money for referring them? Yeah, it'll be a referring fee. Boom. So from there, I'm like, okay, but I have to talk to the software company because they can't afford four and $5,000 to start a business. Mm. Now I talk to the software company. I'm like, wow. listen, I have people that want to join. They don't have the money. What can we do? They were like, are you willing to sign for them? If they don't make the money, are you willing to pay their fee? I'm like, wow. I ain't gonna lie. It took me about three days. I said, well, let me see what I can do. I prayed about it and I called them back and I said, I'm willing to fit that bill, foot that bill for them. Cause I feel like I have the power in me to make somebody successful with my words, Come on now. with my inspiration. Come I feel like now. I have the power to inspire somebody to be Come great. If I did it for myself, I could pull it out and I could do it for somebody else. And I've always been the type to pump people up yeah, and hype people yeah. up. My mom and them used to call me hype up queen because yeah. I would hype anybody yeah, up. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like I could do it. Yeah. So boom, I didn't advertise. People just kept on coming to me. So when the people would come to me, I'm like, okay, boom, let's set you up. So I, I signed my name on the thing. Now, mind you, the first year I signed up like 15, 20 people. Well, about 35 people, but 15 of them left. So did you get like a kickback or something? From yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I ended up getting I ended up getting a referral fee from the bank. The oh, bank wow. gave me a referral fee. Wow. So um, which so actually came through actually a partner of mine actually facilitated the deal. Gotcha. And um, so because he facilitated the deal, the money that I ended up getting for a referral fee, I ended up bringing him on the referral fee money. So I gave him money from my referral fee money. Oh, wow. So I so was like, was listen, money. I was like, listen, partner, I ain't going to get rich off of this one thing, but we can get rich if we do this together. together right. So boom, I was like, this is why I believe give and me a small amount and I give you a small amount and we can both be millionaires together. together. Yep. Okay. Yep. But if you take in so much from me, I'm not going to want to work with you. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, so let's be reasonable. Point, like with you doing the taxes and stuff and you know, your journey now with the partnerships, with these the software companies and even with the banks at what point did you say okay uh, hello i'm still an artist so i still want to do my music i so, still want to do my passion <laughs> that was the hard part i literally got to the point where i was helping so many people i didn't get to stop and say hey i own this company hey it was just people coming to me right and left they were sending people like if ebony send you hey roxelle cat cat um does uh you know uh taxes and she has a software that she works with blah 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 and you like you know i trust her go ahead and work with her okay roxelle let's go let's get you in there blah 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 like you don't think to say okay listen roxelle i'm the owner i own this blah you just work you just grind yeah. you just grind so in the moment as i'm grinding i'm inspiring mm. and i started inspiring so much that i was like this gives me so much gratification yeah that music didn't really do for me yeah and to see me help people change their lives I'm talking about people that was living in the hood 
that didn't have any money where I came from. Wow. I didn't, we didn't have much growing up. To see people coming to my office to file taxes crying, but they referring me 10 people. I'm like, girl, listen, you referring me all these people. Let's start you up one for yourself. All the people you referred to me, I'll push them back over to you. Boom. Wow. I'm not stingy at all with it. I'm just like, wow. boom. People coming to me right and left. I'm helping them, turning them on. And it, it turned into more so to where I went from filing 300 people to 30 people. I couldn't file any more people because wow. I was helping so, so many, many people, people. Wow. so I was like man I gotta get something from this because now mm -hmm. I'm helping them so much the money the little money I'm getting wasn't adding up right so I had to come up with a strategy and so that was when I configured my whole company into an actual group so in order for you to join this group you know if you want me to work and help your business I need a percentage of that it was only a small percentage give me five percent give me six percent whatever would not I know I can make you money that 6% is gonna add up. It is. You see what I'm saying? It is. So boom, I became, I was already. I love the way you I was already, creative. I was, I, I, everything was creative. And everything was boom. Anyway, from there, at that moment, I was like, man, I remember like sitting back and watching like a year go by and I'm like putting out one record, two record. And I'm, I'm just watching time go by and I'm like still putting out music just, just to have music out because I just love music. Yeah. And then I started working on festivals. Gotcha. And then everybody at the festival was like, why are we putting all these artists on and we not putting you on? <laughs> like, I'm like, uh-uh, I don't want to be on it. No, 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 I'm not. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So then, boom, I kept on hearing that in my head. Like, music, music, music. Your music is going to change people. Not your music itself, but what you say on stage. When you get, when you get access, people they are going to follow you. Something you say is going to change them. And it was like, okay, I could do this with this. So boom, so I started using my to... money to invest in myself even more so than before. Wow. I've always invested in myself, but it was even more so. Mm. Like now it's like to the point where, okay, girl, if you're going to be an artist, make sure you look like an artist. Make sure you play the part. Make sure you give them what they want. This is just a role you're playing, like I told you. Yeah. This is just a role right. that you play. When I go home, it ain't no makeup. Right. It ain't no sucking your stomach in. It yeah. ain't no standing tall. Right. It ain't no, girl, make sure the, the food ain't on your teeth. It's right. all just relaxing, calm, cool, and collected. Right. So as an artist, I'm like, okay, I love doing this. I don't want to feel like I poured in so much to everybody else that I forgot about myself. Hmm. Hmm. Went back, picked the music back up. I just released a record called Experiment. All the records I've been doing have been safe. So I was like, I wonder if me doing something real ratchet, dirty, disgusting <laughs> will really blow up. This is an experiment. I want to see. You I know, I know I'm supposed to do gospel music eventually. So this is just an experiment. Uh -huh. But I wanted to see if the industry was really what they said it was. So we, from there, I started a doggy date nap. Like with all my money I have yeah. now, I'm paying people's bills. I, don't, I will never say the names because that's yeah, not yeah, what God yeah. told me to do. I'm helping people out any way I can. Mm -hmm. by giving them um and everybody don't get help mm -hmm. everybody don't get help you can't help everybody hmm. you got you gotta you gotta be um you gotta be you gotta pray to god and ask god who i'm supposed to help hmm. so it, it was a friend one time to ask me for 25 dollars, and god was like no and i was like why 25 dollars? Hmm. he was like no i later found out that that 25 dollars was going to go to drugs Wow. And if I would have gave her that $25, it ain't no telling what would have happened. Wow. Also, too, she got back on her foot because she felt like I was the last person that she could ask that said no. Wow. So she ended up getting back, back on her on foot her. and ended up being amazing. 
Wow. All because I said no to that $125. Okay. So you never know why God is telling you, you know, you might think it's a little piece of dollar. But a it's, little it's, one. it's, you it's, never some, know. it's something it's, bigger. It's something bigger. And I couldn't understand it either. I'm like, how do I tell her no? Yeah. How do I tell her? It took me, like, <laughs> I know she saw the bubbles going. Yeah. And I'm like, I always say yes. But yeah. this time, I, just, he's like, no. I'm like, no. <laughs> and so, yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know, Kat recently just, bought a business yes she just acquired a business i actually saw it on the on the one of them them blogs shade um, room I, unlock hollywood it was everywhere yeah it was yeah. everywhere and i saw i was like oh my god what is yeah. that into now yeah so how did that <laughs> come about like because that's a big deal and you yeah. don't really see like in our community you don't really see moves like that yeah. being broadcasted i mean yeah. it's always the stuff on a super major 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 deal but that was a major move yeah that was a major you, move you, you did that by yourself so yeah talk about how you got into that well i have a guy that that he, i consider him like my brother he came to visit during the holidays and i i had already started saying um first off i have mentors i have mentors mm. whenever you're this successful Somebody gives you ideas as far as, hey, Kat, when you're setting up your business, you need to do it like this. Hey, so Spectacular is one of my mentors. Um, okay. Spectacular from... How'd you get that relationship? Because he's pretty big. Isn't he like a, a marketer? He's a yeah, huge he's, marketer, he's, he's, right? Well, I actually went to his company to try to get marketing for myself. And like I said, you never know why God wow. sends you to certain places. So... Um, I went to his company, ended up being one of his mentees. So, so basically he mentors me. Um, Poppy Chulo, he's also on Instagram, very big, multi-millionaire. Um, he's one of my mentors and uh, Him500 is also one of my mentors, very popular guy, but they're all multi-millionaires. Wow. So the thing is, once I made millions, I was all over the place doing a bunch of stuff with it. Right. But I wanted to make more so I could help more people. But wow. I, I was like, man, I was so cluttered by all of the noise. Wow. So I'm like, you know what? I need direction. I need gotcha. direction. And mind you, I'm listening to my intuition. Hmm. So I'm like, I need direction. I need direction. So boom. Everything that I do is like, blue, there's already blueprints. If I seen somebody do it. It could be done. It could be done. Yeah. What was their blueprint? How did they do it? Yeah. When did they do it? What was the time frame they launched it? So on and so forth. Yeah. I remember I was telling Ebony about, um, about the clothing line, how I wanted to do it. But the first thing before the clothing line, it w I never wanted to sell clothes. Never in a million dreams that I think I was going to be selling waist trainer clothes. That's not what I want. <laughs> what happened was... And this is your brand. This is my brand. I'm her wearing my brand, right now. brand right now. Yes, body tones. Body tones. Yes, body tones. So, so I literally went into the situation saying I wanted to do... I wanted to make money while I was sleeping. Gotcha. I want to make money online and I want to do e-commerce or something like that. Okay. And I remember saying that I wrote it down, but God knew it was never going to happen because I was never going to execute it. So somebody came to me with this idea like, hey, they're selling this, this store, da, 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 so on, so forth. And you should buy it. Wow. To be in that position where somebody gives you that opportunity. Talk about like God's timing and you being a chosen one. So bought the company, wow. <laughs> six plus figures, bought the company and just thought it was an amazing thing until I started realizing that the things, some of the things that, that I thought I was buying, some of the stuff was already sold. Oh. So now I'm like, 
What do you mean some of the stuff? So, so like, sell? let's say this is your popular item. I see it online, and I'm like, I'm going to be able to sell that dress. They're going to buy that dress. Yeah. So, boom. So, certain sizes of certain colors of waist trainers were sold out. And these are things. These are things as a businesswoman. So you can't go and get that same color again. Or? You can, but you're buying this business thinking you're in full stock. Oh, that part. That part. You thinking everything is on the shelf. So, when you're dealing with family and close friends, you have to treat them like it's business still. And gotcha. I let a lot of my business um, practices go because I was too comfortable. If this was me doing business with anybody else, I would have crossed my T's, dot my I's. Let me see this. Let me see that. Let me right. see this. And at that moment, I was like, why God again? again. Why God? Why? Again. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't, didn't go broke or nothing, but it was a bad situation that I put myself in, but I did not realize it was actually a good situation because hmm. what somebody thinks is for your bad god will turn, turn it for, for your, your good. good yes so i said i wanted to be in e-commerce he yes. knew i was yes. never gonna set up no e-commerce <laughs> for myself and it's, it's hard. so now it's i'm in a situation where i'm six figures plus in i ain't got no choice but to figure this out from the bottom to the top i need oh to make my, my money back okay wow i'm willing to do whatever it take take classes whatever <laughs> it take find out how this and that so one of the young ladies, a part of the deal, and mind you, the person who did the deal with me did not give me all of the information I felt that I needed to make a proper offer. Why do you think that was? I, I, I have no idea. I feel like he was just trying to make a sale, and mm. in his mind, he thought the sale was good, too. And the sale ended up being better than good. Better than good, cause so even if you even had to do it all over again. What are like three things that you could? I would share? talk to the actual owners first. Gotcha. I talk to the middleman. I would it. talk to the actual owners, and I would say, okay, can y'all give me history okay. that I can look at? What is the history right now? What was the history from six months ago? of this business what okay. was this what was that and not saying that it was bad history the history was just so long ago so right. it's like picking up a new business wow. in my mind i thought the business was currently making money gotcha and i'm picking up a business that's making money in its presence gotcha so mind you spending six figures was nothing if you telling me the business making five to 21 in in the month and you not even doing no marketing i'm like this is a no-brainer. No Let me go and get this. Yeah. This, this. This like my people. He wouldn't. Right. You know what I mean? So, boom. I get the deal. I get the company. Mm -hmm. And either A, I mean, I had my friends here and there that I would call and cry and complain to. And I had to stop. I was like, girl, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I had to say, nobody did nothing to you. Nobody ain't do nothing to you. You made the deal on your own. You press the key. You press the I gas the on it. You taking responsibility. <laughs> you decided to go in there blindsided. Whatever they got was on them. That that was their goal to get something. The young lady that said she was gonna help me, she helped me as much as she could. The the young the other young lady who was gonna help me, she helped me up tremendously. Her name was Kendra. She helped me tremendously. And you know some of the other parties did fall short. Mm -hmm. And it is what it is. I got out the situation what I needed to. And now I feel like I'm like master e-commerce online <laughs> store seller. Cause right now I'm selling 300 plus products a month for wow. a new business. 
I wow. just launched almost two and a half months ago. Wow, that I'm, is amazing. I'm selling three to 500 in a month. So what are some marketing strategies that you are um, doing in order to yield that? Type oh, of all the professional stuff, people don't like that. People don't like all the fancy schmancy. <laughs> you think it's, you got to look perfect. They don't like that. They like the real. Mm. The moment that I decided, the moment that I was like, man, I can't get no real models to do anything. I can't get nobody to help me do this. Uh -huh. Like, what am I going to do? And I was just like, I remember it was one little freaking idea. Okay. One freaking idea. Sure. I was like, I was like, man, let me put these waist trainers. Because I've already been wearing the waist trainers. I've already been wearing the stuff on my own. And I thought to myself, man, I'm sick of this waist trainer getting dirty. I feel like I got to keep on pulling from my own inventory. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I ain't going to make no money. I'm wearing all the waist trainers. Yeah. So boom. I said, I need something to go with this waist trainer underneath to cover it so it's not messy. I find a product, a 13 cent product that people were selling for $29 online. Alibaba. 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 I find this 13 cent item and I see what the going rate for it is. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to buy it just to put it around my stuff. I only buy one. Is that the wrap that I saw yeah. your thing? I, I, only love buy, it. I only bought one. I okay. only bought one. So when I bought it, I was like, I might as well put some gel on this. Hopefully it'll act like saran wrap or something. Yeah. Man, when I tell you I took that thing off, and this another way, when God tell you to go and do something, okay. you hear it, but you don't know what it that is part. until it happens. Mm. Why did God want me to go to these people and buy a 13 cent product, but I was so cheap that I was like, <laughs> I ain't going to wait on Amazon $29. I'm going to go ahead and go to these people. It's going to take them 30 days to send it to me. I'll wait for 30 <laughs> days for 13 cent. That's another thing. I only live off of 30% of my income. 70% of it I put into savings. That part, take note. <laughs> FYI. So for me, a hundred thousand was a lot. A hundred and seven thousand, a hundred and seven hundred thousand is a lot for me because right. I only live off of thirty percent of my income. Got it. So boom, I'm sitting up here like thinking to myself, okay, I put this on. When I went to take it off, it everything fell like a water faucet. My, I was like. Oh. And that's on top, with, under the waist trainer. Under the waist trainer. And mind you, I just wanted it to burn a little while I had it on because I didn't want my waist trainer to get dirty. Gotcha. I didn't want my waist trainer to get dirty. Gotcha. And I was like, when all that sweat fell, all I saw was cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. <laughs> I was like, bitch, you in the money. <laughs> <laughs> now, prior to oh, this, Prior to this, so just nothing you was your selling. authentic self. You ain't have to get no models. No. Man. You just, man, let me put so this on. So I literally kit. put it on. on. No, 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 no. I literally put it on. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. This is just crazy. So just you just doing Me just video. being myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this and I'm going to advertise it and let's see what happens. Did you and run then, Facebook and ads? My, or? And my, hold up. Hold up. Before I say anything. Okay, okay. Mind you. Okay. Mind you. With none of those clothes that I had bought the six figures worth, none of that stuff would sell. Waist trainers, I didn't know how to sell that stuff. I just knew I was wearing it. I didn't know how to model. I didn't know how to be sexy. I ain't know how to do none of that. So I'm trying to sell it based on what I think people want to see and nothing was selling, nothing was going. So boom, I'm like, okay, let me put this out there. This is dope. So I put it on my Instagram first and saw how many cha-ching. So my Shopify finally is like, Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> and I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So I'm like, man, 
I gotta give this thing a name. I was like, I like candy. Wrap the candy. So I called it Wrap the Candy at first. And then as I'm as I'm texting the lady, I'm like, Hey, how many of these do y'all have? I need da 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 da. And I'm like, It's called Candy Wrap. It's the Candy Wrap. So then, boom. I'm starting to research. Am I gonna gain this weight back? So now I'm researching before I do anything. I'm learning things about when you sweat, you're burning calories. Mm -hmm. The calories add up to fat. Of course you're gonna gain it back if you're eating wrong right, and stuff right, like right. that. So, because I was like, they're already gonna come to me. They're gonna be like, oh, you ain't losing no weight. Okay, you gotta lose calories first before you lose the weight. Right. So now I'm doing all, so boom, this is another. And I'm like, now, in order for me to sell it, by, by this time I still haven't sold it, I just saw the engagement. High. In order for me to sell it, I gotta use it consistently and let's see how good it really works. So you was doing My it. stomach went from bloated to now I have flabby skin because I lost the weight so quick around my stomach. So did you my, take them on that journey with I you? I did. I did. People started saying that it was fake, that that's not my body. Look at the tattoo switch from one side to the next side. But if you know anything about cameras, when yeah, you switch the camera, the different yeah. angles, it looks like that. So I'm just like, man, whatever. So I, I do the ads on my Facebook, do the ads on my Facebook, make sure the ads on my Facebook is good, yeah. matching up based yeah. on what I, who I think would want to buy it, yeah. and then skyrocket. From there, everybody started coming to my page and buying those three items only. Wow. And then from so there, it started trickling. So you ain't got to have trickling. a whole lot of inventory. It started trickling. Yep. That they, you do they not. Have you do not. Inventory. You do not. And it started trickling. And Kendra had already set me up with a warehouse. So now I knew I was going to sell a lot. So I was like, no, nah, I need so to keep the warehouse. So are you doing your own? Are you, do you so have employees I ha that you have yes. to pay to do your, their own packaging for you, your product? Well, I have it. Distribution? I have a company that I employ that actually has a warehouse that they own where I have a piece of the warehouse where they work for me and they ship out all of my delivery. Wow. I wanted to make sure that my clients did not have to worry about shipping and handling wow. or anything so like, like a fulfillment that. Center. Yeah, like a fulfillment center. And they get everything out so quick. Now I go up there, I do my own inventory and things like that because I like to feel what it feels like working it because then I would never have to be scared of losing anybody. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So you literally are hand, completely hands off. Oh, yes. Making yes. money while you sleep. Yes. My, my phone probably went cha-ching, cha-ching over there, like without, but I'm on buzz mode. But it's, wow. I can guarantee you. And you ain't got to get up in there package nothing. That is I don't amazing. have to do anything. I just have to make sure, like, when my, when my clothing come through, I test every clothing out. I wear it. Mm -hmm. um, I get samples. I have, I have, like, three boxes of samples, thousands of dollars worth of samples because you can go buy something and it could be the worst thing. Mm -hmm. So you get the samples first. When you get the samples, you decide which item is good, which item you think will sell. Right. Then you have to make sure when they when you get the item, you gotta make sure there's no holes in it because right. they'll sell you some stuff half sewn. Hmm. Then you got you got the stuff and they say, oh, it's good. You yeah. still gotta check the product because now you gotta open up the package for them, make sure everything is good. If you see anything, you gotta have your own seamstress to make sure they can sew Ooh. it back to make it look good if that's the case. So there's certain things that go with it, but at the end of the day, you have teams. You cannot be successful without, without a, team. a team. Everybody is be so prideful saying, I did it by myself. No. no I don't like that bragging you, right. you didn't, you I don't didn't, want that bragging right. That's, that's not, I have I a team. I have many people who live and eat off of me, and I love it. Uh, me too. I love hey, it. And my sell, team, they eat with me. the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, because all of that, what is it, you sleep when you die? I don't no, believe in that. I've no. never preached that. 
I've always been about scaling. I've always yeah. looked. I'm, I'm getting older. Yeah. And I do not want to be up all night working. No, yeah. let's get a team. Let's let's break this up. The team feels let good. Let them make that money because at the end of the day, I want to be. I want to sleep and I want to live yep. life, not yep. sit and work and yep. no. And that was why out. I wanted money while I was sleeping and money to be made because I'm tired of doing on the tax side because I have clients that they won't let me go. And I'm like, eventually y'all have to let go. This is not for me anymore. But the good thing about the tax side, I still run an affiliate program where the people they come in, so they're not just getting a program, they're getting inspiration. They're getting encouragement. They're getting an extra boost, a lift, encouragement that they don't get wow. at home. Wow. They, get, they get that, girl, you can do it. You know you can wow. do it. It's in you, pull it out of you. Cause I'm very strict with speaking positive over people. And I've always been that type that, like I, I say this again, that people are just now getting on to the speak into your life what you want to come to bad manifest. I've You've been, been on doing that. it. I've You've been, been doing on that. It. This was this is my life. I've been doing it. And so it's to the point now where things don't impress me. Hmm. Things don't impress me. I wear things to to give the glitz and glamour because that's the role that they want us to play. Right. But it don't impress me. Right. It don't people don't impress me. They're just humans. There you go. People that are filled with like good spirit, good that's energy, me. and God, that's, that's me. impressive that's to me. me. Like you that's a good Dustin. person? Yes. yes. That's what I want. I'm I'm completely past yes. the whole, you know, materialistic thing. Yeah. I, I don't even with personal yeah. relationships. Yep. No. Yeah. I, I want substance. I want I substance. want peace. I want I peace. want alignment. I want alignment. I want I want real, real, genuine, I emotional need that good, that good. availability from you. I need vulnerability mm -hmm. from you. I don't you can keep all them diamonds yeah. and bags and I don't, I don't know. None of that. I don't care I need, about I need you ain't loyalty. got to buy me none of that because I could buy that myself, really. And it's so cold. sad because you could be a good person and still all the trifling people will still be around you and it's like you have to learn how to work around that. That part. You have to learn how to work around that because they want to come and take everything from you. Blood suckers. They feel so entitled. Yep. Like it's theirs. And so as a business owner, you know, I remember there was a time I didn't know how to turn people on. I didn't know how to turn people on. And a lot of people don't understand that. What that means is a lot of stuff, a lot of blessings I fell into. Mm. I don't even remember the steps of it. So mm. I had to learn how to remember the steps because you have to help somebody. There you go. You have to turn somebody on. What is, what is it, how fun is it being up there by yourself? Wow. Well, how fun is it really that you got to pay for everybody to get in the club? You got to pay for everybody's dinner. You got to pay for everybody to go on a trip. You got to pay for it. How fun is that? Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah. But it's fun when you can be like, Roxelle, you get the next, you get the next <laughs> meal. I got this one. Roxelle, we go in the club. You're going to get the bottles this time. I'll get the next one. That's I don't even I'm go on. to clubs. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying it. clubs for them. I don't really go to clubs. Clubs ain't my silo. I don't want them spirits on me. I go there to perform, do what I need to do. Or if I'm going there to work, other than that, it don't bring me no joy to be wow. up in there doing all that. Yeah, I used to beautiful. be, I used to be faking it. I used to be faking it. And I, by the time I came home, I would get in the shower. Like I need to wash all this off of me. Like, I remember every time I would get out the car, I would be by myself. I would pray when I got out and pray when I got in. Pray over protection over myself. Pray to God that I ain't bringing nothing with me to my home. Wow. All the time. Man, Kat, this was real. I really thank you. And the last topic I want to talk about is love life. Love life. Okay. And okay. relationship. How, how, mm. you're my a love strong, life. strong, strong, strong yeah businesswoman uh-huh you know and you're so independent That's yeah very admirable has yeah. it has was it hard for you to find a, a partner 
Well, I'm still with the same guy I was with when I was in my teens. Mm -hmm. He's a mess. He's a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> he done did everything in the world. And I've been a hot mess in a lot of ways, too. Uh -huh. so I how have do been. y'all make that work in, ter in terms of, because you've evolved. So yeah, how do you. It's hard. It's very hard. Like, I keep on leaning on, on the word, honestly, because flesh want to get up out of here. Like, I keep on saying, God, I know your word, I know your word. But then at some point, if it, if it don't go the way it, that way that it should go, because you should be benefiting in a relationship as well. Come on. You should be benefit. You Come shouldn't on. always have to give. And if you're always giving at some point. Can you look in the camera and tell the people that? <laughs> Somebody listening to this. Yeah, you. Me you too. Know, you can't always. <laughs> You can't always be the giver. And when you say giving, it's not just about money. Giving compliments, giving hugs, giving cooking for me sometimes, Come you on. know, um, helping with things I need help with. Like if you're the one that's always giving, at some point you're going to be depleted. Yes. And at the point that you become depleted, there will no longer be a two. There will only be a one. Come on. Because you don't never, you don't need that person anymore. That's when you get in a relationship, day. it should be a team. And I it feel should be like. A team. But sometimes, I mean, can we get really real? On get this? real, girl. Like, for real. Like, I don't I have no like, problem. I, I mean, you don't you, have you, nothing you, to be ashamed you, of, you, FYI. You, you, when, you let me say to, this real quick. Okay. Women have to stop being ashamed of what their man did. Yeah. Let them be ashamed for themselves. Yeah. I ain't finna be ashamed. Yeah. You cheated. You was low down and dirty <laughs> when you did it. And I'm gonna let you carry that burden on your own. I didn't cheat. Yeah, I'm still good. You know, I find, um, and, I, and maybe this is just me, but I find that as a independent, successful person in my own right, I don't know. Maybe I don't know, Kat, but I find that these sometimes these people be out here intimidated, very intimidated. And then I find myself being in a relationship where the man competing up with, with me. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of shit and not it's giving bad. me work? And then we'll get to the point to where it starts to make me feel like I ain't shit. Yeah. Start and like I'm not They will purposely ignore you and dismiss you yeah. to make you feel less than. But you're not less than. You're greater than. You are not beneath, you are above. Yes. And the thing about it is is that in my relationship, I can appreciate the person that I am with because I do feel like you know, even though we go through our ups and downs, now he's at the point where he totally accepts me for me, and I totally accept for him for him. He ain't perfect. He ain't gonna be perfect. He's probably gonna mess up again. <laughs> but guess what? Like he deal with me. I'm a strong personality. I am a strong person, but I try not to override him. I try not to do it. So I had to learn because I used to override him. Mm. And let me tell you what I mean by that. I would come home and all of my powerness from my job, my business that I run, this and that, would come home with me. I had to learn to keep that outside of the home. Mm. So when I came in, I could be a little soft because we're always strong because we're doing everything. But we want to feel like we're in a place to be soft. Like, I, I would like to do that, but I'm just not about to be soft and, and submissive to the wrong guy. He got to make me yeah, feel no, safe no. and protected. I'm not speaking so for this I for the can. wrong guy. This for the right guy. You know, right. This there for the are. right guy. This for ain't right. for no wrong men. <laughs> I ain't speaking about no wrong men <laughs> being like submissive. <laughs> if y'all think I'm speaking about being soft for the wrong man, you got, you got to figure that out on your own, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we have to understand that um, everybody's compromising. Everybody's compromising. Mm. What are you compromising, though? And mm. that's where the issue is. What are you compromising? 
If you compromise in your happiness, that's not a compromise. If you compromise in your faith, it's not a compromise. That, if you compromise in dollars, yeah, that's a compromise. I can I help you it. out. I can help. If you compromise in bills, yeah, you can help. I, yeah. I'll help you out with that. You ain't got it right now. Yeah. But I'm not going to compromise my integrity. That part, I'm not going to compromise those type of things. Whew. And we have compromised so many of those things that either A, you bounce back from. And when you're in a long-term relationship, you're going to fall in and out of love all the time. time. Wow. So are you going to stay there until the love comes back or are you leaving? So that's what it is up to. No woman should ever be stupid. No man. We always talk about women. No, no man, man should be sitting around letting no woman hit on them. Come on. Beat on them. Come on. Cheat on them. Or being everything. Toxic. Everything. But how do you fix it? You got to go to God for that. Go to counseling for that. Pray about it. Speak greater into your life. I had to do all of that. You yeah. know, my husband, we were in a situation where our relationship wasn't good for years. It just started getting good months ago, almost mm. a year ago now. And I'm loving every minute of it. It's still wow. hard times, but nobody's perfect. I love where we're at, but it took us a while to get there. I should have been left, but imagine if I would have been left, I'd have been out here in these streets trying to find something else, which some people need to do that. Hmm. Some people need to do it, but some people, I ain't gonna lie, I just love my I just I love, just I'm love so it. in love with him, Aww. but he makes me sick to the point where I just be like, man, like sometimes love is not enough. Mm. Sometimes love is mm. not enough. And you could say, I love you unconditionally, but there got to be some type of conditions because some of those conditions that you have to have are to protect you. Hmm. You don't want to drive yourself away from your family, from God, from being happy, from being the person that you are because you're so engulfed into a man Come on. that will not show you the same, a man Ooh. that is tearing you down, she preaching. bringing you down, hurting you, tearing you down in your face. Yes. See, people will say, oh, well, Lisa's in her face. No, 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 nah. you better do that shit behind my back. <laughs> I don't want to see none of it. You better play like you ain't never done that before. <laughs> and guess what? At the end of the day, nobody is perfect, but I'm not going to sit here and let you tear me up in my face. Come on I'm now. not going to sit here and play that game Man, because at the it. end of the day, I have to look at myself in the mirror and I got to look at my son in the mirror. Come on now. Whew, Lord, hmm. y'all. This I hope y'all got so much out of today's episode. Like I told y'all, we was bringing the real, we was bringing the raw, we was going to talk about and everything in between. Yeah. And Kat, thank you. Yes, thank let me give them, let me give them some free tips that I didn't give them business wise. Please go ahead, drop it. Drop it. Tip number one: DBAs are thirty five dollars. Go to your local uh, courthouse to get it. Yep. You do not need a lot of money to start a business. Um, there's a lot of things on Amazon. Look and see what they're selling on Amazon. Go to Alibaba or AliExpress. And see if you can find those same, if you have $100, buy $100 worth. Start small, get on your Instagram, your Facebook, create some ads for it, and let it run. That's number one. Number two, EINs. Do not, you don't have to pay a lawyer for a bunch of EINs. If you have the money, cool, it will be good. They're going to set it up right. If not, you can go to irs.gov. Get your EIN number for free. EIN number for free. Apply online. When you get it online, Request the PDF copy so you'll have it right then and there. If you want to go to the bank and open up a business bank account, get your DBA and your EIN paperwork that matches each other, the title, take it to the bank, and you can open yourself up a bank account. I done told y'all how to start your business. And if you guys, <laughs> you guys know that I'm the founder of Excel, so if you need, to, if you need the A to Z 
format in terms of how to build your business. Go to excelofficial.com. You can purchase the Start, Launch, Grow program. Yes. And if you did, don't even want to do that and you just want to hire our team for some done-for-you services, for example, helping you with your social media marketing or your Facebook ads um, slash IG ads or getting your website done, you can holler at us for that as well. That's good stuff. Hey, That's good stuff. I'm trying to do my part. That's good stuff. I'm trying stuff. to do my part because I got tired of seeing the stuff out here from these so-called motivators and so-called influencers business mentors what do they do what do they do <laughs> say say real quick before we get up out of here what do they do to you <laughs> nothing you're they, not getting no it's all they did fluff. nothing for you or to it's you. all fluff it's all fluff and nah. that's, that's not yeah. what, what we about over here at excel yeah. we're about giving you the real the raw that's this good. is my passion i'm i'm blessed and 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 happy that i'm in a a, a situation in my life yeah. that I have built and continue to practice. Yeah. I'm not doing Excel because I'm doing it. I'm a co I'm what's called a in the business of coaching. No, yeah. I have a successful law practice yeah. that makes millions yes. of dollars. Yes. And I'm able to do this because just like what you said, yeah. if we can share. Yeah. I want everybody to win. That's the best feeling right there. I want everybody to freaking eat around me. Yes. So if I can take what I did. That's a flex. Share that to everybody across the nation. Yeah. And let them know that this is attainable. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And we're going to package this thing up, build a brand, and call it Excel. And they're going to watch me again make this a multi-million dollar company. Okay. Well. That's what I'm so talking about. <laughs> Y'all speaking so. to your life, what you want to come to pass. Yes. Your, your, your words are powerful. Make your actions match your words. Yes. Don't make, make your actions match your words. Do not allow people to speak bad about you. You speak bad about mm. yourself, you have to stop. When you when somebody tells you you look beautiful and you be like, oh, this old thing, no, I don't, my hair. Why is you doing that to yourself if you don't want nobody else to do it to you? Speak great over yourself, over your kids' life. Tell your kids they're good. And don't stop let the little joke jabs go, go, go by. Because sometimes people will throw a jab. And, don't let and the little it, joke jabs come And put it in form of a joke, but they really low-key trying to slight you or jab you. No, none of that. Yeah, like. Cut it out. Yeah, like you have to, you have to correct yourself. Um, you know, I just saw a young lady get disciplined and her mama said, you know you don't act like that. That's good. They didn't say, you acting bad. You bad. You ain't doing good. Like, <laughs> it's a way, there's, you can use positive words that can reinforce what you're trying to say. Yes. You know you better than that. You know you don't act like that. Yes. You know you don't carry yourself like that. I ain't yes. teach you how to be like that. You're greater than that. So you guys, speak into your family's life, your kids, all of that. Go to bodytones.com. Bodytones.com. And then go to search my new music. And you can Cat find St. me John. on Instagram at Cat St. John. It's me. And also I have a doggy app, doggy dating app. So if your dog needs to find the love of their life, go ahead and go to Dogs Meetup. Uh, it's an app. So go type in Dogs Meetup on I, Apple. Apple? Yeah, on Apple. And you will find it. Let your dog find the love of his or her life. <laughs> I love that. Cat. <laughs> such a ball, y'all. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode, y'all. If y'all think that this episode one was heat, we got way many more to come just to really share all things business, empowerment, and lifestyle, and dropping gems in between. See y'all in the next episode of Dare to Excel. That was good. Yes. <laughs>